It's no surprise that updating the electricity grid today will make for a better tomorrow. Increased self-sufficiency is just one of the benefits. The Great Grid upgrade will also boost the economy and create new green jobs. And best of all, you can continue doing the things you love, like watching the latest epic nature documentary or listening to this podcast while caring for the planet too. Find out more at nationalgrid.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It takes a lot of hard work to make it look easy. This Mother's Day, Duluth Trading Co. can help you give her something that keeps up. Whether you prefer to shop online or in-store, Duluth has a motherload of gear, goods, and gifts to keep her comfortable and capable, no matter what needs doing. With Duluth's problem-solving details and legendary durability to boot, you'll finally be mom's favorite again. Check out DuluthTrading.com for all your Mother's Day gifting needs. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to this podcast from BBC Countryfile magazine. My name is Fergus Collins and I'm the editor of the magazine. In this podcast, I'm in conversation with woodsman and author Vincent Thurkettle and we're discussing whether wood-burning staves are so much better than open fires. Hope you enjoy it. We're back after a lovely day's walk in the woods. Um, I'm here with Vincent Thurkettle, woodsman and general uh, expert on all things tree-ish. Um, sitting by the fire, and I, I so I've got um, a wood burning stove here, and I've been keen to sort of ask Vincent why wood burners are better than open fires because I feel they are mm. and they feel mm. warmer. But no, the- they they absolutely definitely are. I think there's been a revolution, and I think the British were very slow on this. I've read. Um, bits of writing from the 1920s and 30s of well-to-do people who had travelled in Europe and they've come back to Britain saying, do you know what? These foreigners have got these marvellous stoves and they don't burn much wood and they throw out tonnes of heat and we British should copy them. But it wasn't until probably 20, 30 years ago that we've really taken to the wood-burning stove. And wood-burning stoves have a huge advantage over open fires. They contain the heat, it's what I see. But why, I've had houses with open fires. There's something lovely about having the flame and the crackle. Mm. Just how much better in terms of trying to heat your home are the, the contained cast iron stoves? Yeah, I I love open fires and I had one in my cottage for years and I very, very reluctantly um, got rid of it and got a wood burning stove. And... The, the data, the statistics speak for themselves. You, And it's just common sense. You've got a chimney 
you light a fire in it, several cubic feet a second of hot air is shooting up the chimney. That has to be replaced. If you've got one of the clever systems that takes the air under your floor to the fireplace, that's fine. You get rid of the drafts, but not many people have those. So yes, most that's people, a bit high tech. <laughs> yeah, well, if the house is built with one, that's great, Ooh. but they're not common. Um, so if you've got a lovely roaring wood fire and it's crackling and it's delightful, but it's drawing in so much cold air, and if it's minus five outside and plus 15 in your house, you can, I know it sounds stupid, but you can cool your house down by lighting a bad open fire because of the cold air it's bringing in. Now, the wood stove, um, on the other hand, it's using barely a trickle of air and you've got this large metal box radiating heat, and they are massively more efficient. I think the data, the general sort of figures are an open fire is something like 13% efficient, one, three, 13, and a wood stove is something like 75, 80% efficient. So you divide 13 into 80, which I can't do this time of night, but you yeah. could say you're going to use five or six times more wood and because of the drafts, you'll never really be warm anyway if you have an open fire. So glorious as they are, the modern wood-burning stove with the wonderful glass fronts, and we can watch the flames. I, I think anybody who's resisting getting a wood stove should re-examine it because there's also the business, just the ethics of it. If you can get five times or six times as much heat out of a log by having a wood stove, then thinking of your pocket or your ethics, there's two other very good reasons to move on to a stove. Well, it's, that's absolutely right, because I, obviously, like you, I chop all my own wood. And to think of that effort going to heat the village rather than me, <laughs> or wider whales, yeah. um, much as I would like to help the wider community, I would prefer to keep that heat indoors and it's you can you can control the heat a lot more i think with these absolutely <clears throat> no i i think also i've advised a few people i'm not an engineer but i've advised a few people when they're buying a wood stove to get one slightly bigger than um technically they should well, get. that's a good tip yeah and i for the reason for that is you can light a small fire in a big stove so just because it's a big stove, you don't have to light a bumper great fire in it. And secondly, if the room gets too hot, open the door, let some of the heat go upstairs. Um, I've got one of these little sort of heat fans on top. I'm not uh, totally convinced they, they, they <laughs> changed the... But it feels like they do. They, they, they're powered by the, the heat of the stove, so that it's a little sort of convection fan and um, fires the heat from behind the stove around the room. Well, that's mm. the idea. And it feels like we're kind of making the most of each little bit of wood mm. that I've hacked from the forest. And I've never had one of those stovetop fans, but I think they're a wonder of engineering, and everybody I've spoken to who's got one loves it. So I think they probably do work. Otherwise, you've got fairly low ceilings here, but otherwise you've got the right... I mean, heat moves in three ways, con convection, conduction, and radiation. So conduction's only when you lay your hand on it, which you're not going to do very often. No. Um, convection, will, with a high ceiling, having all the warm air convecting to the ceiling and pouring about, that's pretty unhelpful. So having one of these stovetop fans to intercept the convection and the radiation, of course, is just like the warmth from the sun. I think it's one of the reasons I love these fires so much. 
after a long winter like now it's springtime to feel the first warmth of the sun well that's just like the warmth from the mm. fire it radiates onto your skin and your face and feels wonderful i liked what you said in the book about that burning burning wood is is like releasing the sunshine in winter yeah and i think it is stored sunshine essentially. yeah is that what you're saying yeah, it yeah. is and it's delivered in the same way of the three ways that heat travels most of the warmth we get from a fire is radiant heat so basically what we're saying here is stoves far better than open fires yeah, if you are. want to heat your house <clears throat> and i think just just finishing quickly there's there's the rules i work with if you are keen on your wood fire for goodness sake manage the embers don't plonk great big logs in the middle of your fire it'll feel like the fire's gone out if you insist on an open fire put the fresh wood in at the sides and the back roll the burning logs into the middle of the poker or something but look after your embers make sure they face the room make sure that radiant heat is coming into the room and if you've got a wood stove if it's a good one with primary and secondary air, really play with it. Learn how to get it hot, get it up to temperature, and then just have it on tick over. And you'll find you use so little wood for so much heat. And as I say, I think financially and morally, that's the way to go. That's learning to master your stove. Yeah. Anybody can set fire to a pile of wood. Doing it efficiently is the art. Brilliant. Thank you, Vincent. So there you have it. If you're burning wood for heat, a wood burner is what you need. But if you want something for show and for sound, then an open fire can't be beaten. I hope you found that useful. I certainly did. Thank you for listening to this podcast from BBC Countryfire magazine.